Betty Rock, does the name Lonnie Frisbee mean anything to you? Not really. Well, it didn't to me either until I saw the new Irwin Brothers film, Jesus Revolution. It's that one. It's like faith-based, and it's not the usual like faith-based film. Yes, it's a movie that tells the faith story of Pastor Greg Laurie after meeting this hippie preacher named Lonnie Frisbee. And what's cool is it's kind of all true. It was set in the 60s and 70s during the Jesus movement. And I'm telling you, Rock, you would absolutely love the soundtrack. It's really good. Your dad raised you on that stuff. (laughs) What did you like about the movie? I liked that the movie's about a guy searching for identity and inclusion and truth and even though it's set in the 70s, man, it's exactly what people are looking for today and the answer is Jesus. It's the same then as it is now. And I also really liked that it didn't paint a perfect picture of the church either. Really? Yeah, like it showed men's egos kind of getting in the way of God and it showed the intolerance of people inside of faith but it also showed that despite that if we just get out of the way, revival is possible. So what did you not like about the movie? That I wasn't in it. Uh, <laughs> like that bothered me a little bit. I got to tell you, the Irwins, uh, they cast Kelsey Grammer and he's great. They got Jesus from The Chosen. I mean, that's a great get, but they could have had me for a whole lot less. But in the end, man, I really thought it was a great movie. If you want to check it out and hopefully enjoy it as much as Wally did, it's in theaters right now. Welcome to the Wally Show Aftercast. All the things we didn't get to during the course of the show today. This feels like a pop-up shop. Like we're going to be here for a day and then we're yep. gone again. I apologize. We are live today, though. Uh, this is a new podcast for, I feel like I'm doing a proof of life, like when you have a hostage. <laughs> for the 27th of February, 2023, at 9.59 yeah. a.m., we were recording this. I mean, we just got done with a support drive. Yep. And then we're here for today, but then we're leaving for Africa tomorrow. I say we. It ended up just being uh, Wally and I. Gavin's not going. I'm bummed. Now, Gavin, are you more bummed about not going or are you happy that you are like staying because you've had some health issues? Oh, no, no. It's more bummed to not be going because I've had that conversation with a couple of people where it's it's a bummer because A, never been out of the country. B, I feel like I'm missing out on seeing the way that God works in another country and works in places that are just so different than ours and to have that uh, opportunity to to see God's world beyond what I see here which is very very privileged very taken care of very easy and very calm over here and very kind of you know individualized focused and I just would love and then bummed to not be able sure. to get that experience. Well, I for wish the first you were time. going. I really yeah, do. I, I do wish too. you were going. I wanted you to go see this. The reason he's not going is his passport didn't come in, despite him doing everything right. A lot of work. Like that's the thing, man. Like if you had like messed up, I would be. I would be been mad at you. Like, yeah. I, like, dude, you know what you got to do, get it done. But like the fact that you did everything right, you did it early, and it's just government garbage yeah. that is frustrating. Is is really sad. Or that, all of that said, do we think he or did really he get did it, it and he right. didn't want to go? No, what oh. if he's saying that he turned in it? He turned in the application when he was supposed oh, to, but he really yeah. didn't. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, I was. I think I told you at one point the fear of letting you guys down. Yeah, <laughs> outweighs every last thing in Good. my core fiber being. Well, you're letting me that's down. That's what I want. I know. Yeah. So let down. Uh, that's still true. Then, yeah. Because the thing is, he'll. You're gonna be here. 
Yeah. We're not going to be here. Yeah. And Betty's like, now I'm going to have to take all of Wally's uh, abuse no, and I work won't. on the that, show. That's no. why I'm thankful that Marty is going yeah. because I was like, she married the guy. She can deal with him because <laughs> I don't, I'm not doing it. But you're my only other work person, though, like as far as like doing the job at Compassion and like documenting and photoing and stuff like that. <laughs> if, if we had Gavin, that could have fallen a lot on Gavin and stuff like mm. that. So I'm going to have to rely on you. To do uh, what? To do all the stuff that we do when we go on these trips, like all the videoing and constantly, because you know I'll be like, Rock, make sure you're getting this. Rock, make sure you're getting that. Mm. Come on, I need this. Make sure. like So that would have fallen on Gavin, so now it's going to be on you. All that to say is that I do owe you. Yeah. And you. Oh, she's not going to enjoy it. Like It's not going to be fun, that part. But you, listen, what? we had just had this conversation. Right, right, right. And you had just said, I yeah. realize I need to do things a bit different. <laughs> I realize we need to do a very good job, and I'm right there with you. But right. that doesn't mean we get anything and everything because I only have one camera and I'm only one person. Right. And I've, so I already hear your the, excuses. No, no. <laughs> I already hear your ridiculousness and your working harder and not smarter scenarios that you constantly take me through. But you mm-hmm. tell him to work smarter, not harder. But that doesn't preclude him from working smarter and harder. And harder, exactly. He's not a work. He's not a one right. or the other. He's a he's No, a he both. is. He's yeah. just the work harder. I know. And yeah. then ends himself in the hospital and- the one that just has to pick up everything. We'll see how it goes. It should be fine. It should be lovely. I, says with I, think we have to I think we have to remember that the important thing is Don't. are the children. You know? <laughs> oh, let me. I will remind you of that. I will remind you of that. Okay. Because right. you're going to forget. Well, for sure. So that's where we're going to be. Uh, and you can follow along. We'll be posting stuff while we're there. And then when we get back, and then we're actually going to do a drive somewhere, I think around June or whatever, to uh, sponsor kids, which will be great because I love it. Like, I, for me, honestly, like like getting out of the country because to what you were saying, Gavin, and seeing God differently, seeing faith differently, seeing people like we're going to a church service uh, one Sunday, so we're gonna check off like four hours of our day. It's very different, you know. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A, a four now, hour service. Sometimes they'll take us sure. to like an American version of a African service, and it's a good two hours. Uh, but like it, it just depends. Uh, it's very different, you know. And so I'm 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 looking forward to that because honestly, for me, a lot of times. When we would travel once or twice a year like this, it was a good reset for me. And I haven't had that in a few years. And it's easy to get complacent Mm -hmm. and entitled, you know? And so on a personal note, like I'm really looking forward to going Mm -hmm. and seeing this again and being moved because my heart has gotten definitely uh, more jaded, more skeptical. And, but this is the one thing, like, I think God equips us all differently. And there are people that like my friend, Paul, he runs this homeless ministry called Shower Up, and they provide showers for homeless people. It's pretty much what it says it does. Um, and he has always had a heart for the homeless. And he lives and he serves these people, and he serves them well. That's not, like, my calling. I, I want to be good to him. I support his ministry, you know, but I'm not, like, it's not my calling. Like, kids, the disenfranchised and, you know, kids that should be taken care of but are not taken care of and are stuck in a poverty and in a world that they didn't choose and can't control, like, that's always been something that resonated with mm-hmm. me. 
And so that's why, like, I love working with Compassion and how they work through the church. And so going and and being a part of that again, I think, you know, selfishly will be a little bit life giving for me mm-hmm. as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, oh, hey, uh, you might not know this, but you could be listening to an award winning podcast uh, very soon. <laughs> we have a, uh, a inside of our industry. They, they have awards for different things and radio show DJ awards and stuff like that. This isn't one that anyone can vote on. So we're not like, hey, make sure you vote for us and all that nonsense. But I was just I was reminded of this that. I had to turn in a description of the show. Uh, like I had to write a little thing about that. And then I have to send a link of a great aftercast that kind of matches with the description. So I still haven't picked out what I'm going to send yet. But here's what I wrote of the description and, and see what you think about this. Um, they say you should never talk about religion or politics. Sadly, much of Christian radio has been pushed into that box. That is why God created podcasts. The Wally Show Aftercast is a daily podcast hosted by Wally, Betty Rock, and producer Gavin. It is is original content that's not been previously aired on the radio version of the Wally show. The aftercast was created for people who like Wally's radio show but want uh, to connect more long form and want authentic content that can't really be done in two minute radio breaks. We affectionately call the people who listen to our podcast potties, that's you guys, uh, and they are the ones that truly get the sense of humor of the show and are okay with a passionate but not always eloquent rant from Wally or whatever on whatever gets him riled up for that day. Hmm. Um, Christian radio tends to round off the edges of life content. The aftercast is a place that doesn't shy away from honest conversations about difficult life discussions and how we as believers can be relevant in the world while not being of it. The... We're not afraid to discuss the hot button topics from identity and gender to abortion and elections. However, the focus of the aftercast is humor, so that colors the discussion. The aftercast is not cookie cutter Christianity, but it does stand for truth and biblical principles. It's a place where questions are encouraged and judgment is reserved. The aftercast is not like church. It's like hanging out with your friends after church. So that was the little blurb for that. Did you write that? Yes. Why? It was really well done. Oh. Surprised by how good it sounded? I was. I wasn't sure where she was going uh, for a second. I thought no. she was going to be like, that was, really good. that was horrible. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of the description of it. And then I've got to find like one sample that kind of ticks a lot of those boxes. Mm-hmm. So you've got like a little bit of politics, a little rant, a little bit of fun, mm-hmm. you know, humor and stuff like that. So I, that's what I got to do before we leave for Africa today. Mm. It's on my list. Mm. So anyway. When will we know who wins? Uh, the deadlines were March 17th. I think it's at Momentum whenever that is. I don't even know. Momentum's the radio conference that we're not going to. And what's the best part of this is because I asked for our show to go to Momentum this year. Uh, and they're like, oh, no, sorry. We're not taking uh, really hardly anybody, just all of us vice presidents. Uh, <laughs> but whatever. Um, And so, like, Zach, who used to be on the show and was Gavin's position, he'll be there because he's like a VP of digital content now. So the funny thing is, if we were to win this thing, Zach will go up and uh, we'll will accept the award for us, which I think is really funny. I know. is right. Uh, Lady Rock, what do you got? Uh, What do I have? Oh, okay. So mine is about, what's that guy? Uh, John Wick. Okay. I've never seen any of the movies. You have missed some violence. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, 
what's his name? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. And there's a new one coming out. There's a new one. It's hitting uh, theaters March 24th, John Wick 4. And you're thinking, well, my goodness, what more can they do? Um, Well, I found this article where they took all the injuries that he has sustained so far in the first three movies. Do you want to guess how many injuries he's had? I don't want you to guess. That was rhetorical. 162. Wow. 162 And some of them don't seem like injuries you could come back from. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let me lay out what they found out. Um, thrown through glass. Oh yeah, fourteen yeah. times. That I, that seems a little low to me because in really? the last one, the John Wick three, there was a whole fight in a glass building. Yeah, maybe and they, they all came from that. They might have been like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, shot in bulletproof vest or suit. What? Let me guess. Let me guess how many times. Eight. 12. Close. Yeah, because he does have a bulletproof suit. And I have heard that if you get shot, even with a bulletproof vest, you are sore. It hurts. It can can break your ribs still, like the concussion of it. What about 12 times? Uh, Well, he's John Wick. (laughs) He has been stabbed six times. What do you mean stabbed? Like, with an actual... Knife? He's been stabbed. He's been shot, like, below the vest before, too. Oh, okay. He's been choked six times. Nice. Hit by a car five times. That seems low too. Car crash. Car crashed into another car four times. That seems low too. Thrown down the stairs three times. That's it. Three. And been hit by a metal pipe two times. Okay. No wait. Do they cover in there cutting off his finger like that? Yes. So they did say his the, the worst injuries include. Facial lacerations, sure. getting branded with a hot iron, yeah. and getting his finger cut yeah, off. Yeah, that was the one that was so <laughs> weird, man. Like he was in that, like that tribe, the Bedouin tribe or whatever, and he crossed somebody or something happened, and then they cut his finger off. And Tim, I want to say it was even like a trigger finger or something like that. So then he had to learn how to shoot with a different finger. No, he did not. I'm not making this up. To me, this is so unrealistic. Oh, absolutely. Like this guy has been hit. By a car five times, oh, yeah. and yet he still got everything intact, and he's good to go. Enough to make it's another movie. It's the same thing with that show, 24. I always used to say, when does he go to the bathroom? Yeah. Like, it is so unrealistic. When does he sleep? When does he get a little snack? John Wick 3 was one of the most violent gunshot movies I've ever seen. They doubled down on headshots. Like oh, it that is was, uncalled for. No, no, I know. I, I agree with you. Like I agree with you. It was it was disturbingly violent for that type of Movie. Action film, yeah, it was it was really really bad, and like I, it was almost like somebody discovered a great way to shoot it, and then special effects, and they're like, that was really good, that looked good. Let's do it forty seven times See, in I this don't next like three that minutes because you're just desensitizing everyone to what a human is. Like you just think that they're objects now, and so you can just go around and. Well. Well, that I mean, there is something to there is something to that, like to desensitization. I mean, yeah. when you think about it, what we've done with wars, why do you think a lot of times that they have nicknames for the people that you're fighting? You dehumanize them so that mm-hmm. when you kill them, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't kill a Japanese soldier, I killed a nip, you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And so I think that that is a big part of it because in our souls, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm saying that was an example, and please don't call me a racist, but in our souls, we. Most of us want to believe in the goodness of people and in humanity mm-hmm. and the sanctity of that. But then when you're called to do something for your job, per se, in the military, you have to find a way to justify the thing that goes counter to what God wired you to do. But what I'm saying is, like, you see all these shootings that are happening Absolutely. with with 
innocent people. I agree. And I think it's because these men mainly men are just sitting there watching these movies and they're getting desensitized to what it's like to take a life. Oh, I I agree 100% with you. You know, like there's So there... I think people like Counter Reeves, he needs to rethink what he does for a living cuz I don't think You know, they used to say like uh, there's so much gun violence and stuff, but then they started looking up movie posters and yeah. like every oh, yeah. actor had a gun in his hands. Like, yeah. yeah, that's part of the problem. And I mean, in this day and age too, yeah, there's the big thing about gun control and, and gun violence and, and uh, mass shootings and stuff like that. But we still love the movies and we still yeah. go to them and we make movies about mass shootings, you know, which is really mm-hmm. the, the weirder part of that when you make a movie that involves that kind of thing. Thing, and it's not like a documentary. You're like, wow, are you just propagating that? That's what there are certain news um, agencies that I do like and respect where they won't mention the uh, criminal who mm-hmm. committed the like mass shooting. They won't give his name because they're like, that's what they want. That's mm-hmm. why they're doing it. Notoriety. Right. They want their name to go down in history as twisted as that is. Mm-hmm. And so they won't give them that that space, which I, I do agree with that. But like mainstream radio, yeah, it's, it's, it's the shooting. It's facts, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. But you're absolutely right. We definitely get desensitized to it. And you get desensitized to anything. You can mm-hmm. you could take that and you could roll that out into all the sins that we have. Yeah. You watch enough of those things then whatever it is you become desensitized like abuse like is another thing man like how many women are just abused in all of these mm-hmm. films and there are broken men that feel like oh maybe that's how women should be treated or that's what they accept maybe this is what we mm-hmm. do you know and it's nothing can be further from the truth mm-hmm. so anyway uh, let me see uh, I have a thing on uh, your skin Betty Rock, look at me. Let me see your skin. Oh, uh, look. Ooh. Why? Why'd you say that? Why are we? T- what? Yeah. Why yeah. don't you look at Gavin's skin? I can't see it. He's got a lot of beard. Uh, what about it? Your skin's great. There's nothing wrong with well, your then skin. Then why are you making that face? I did it. It's not my. It's just my face. Is it? No. It's just my face. I I'd need to take a picture of you with stupid face. <laughs> and every time I say something stupid, I'm just yeah. going to show you. I, I know what my face looks like with that. Uh, no. So uh, I guess they're doing. There's a scientific correlation, and this is what's interesting. I'm curious how young I would look. That is um, basically making a, a correlation between the amount of sweets we have. And the effect that it has on your skin. <laughs> I know, which I'd never heard. I, I should probably look like I'm 20, but I don't, <laughs> apparently. But I don't think I look like super old, though, either. Like, I don't have Wait, like really. Wait, are you saying sweets are supposed to make you look younger? Are bad for you. They make you look, they make you look older. Oh, so then you should saying. look like 80. I should look like 80. If I wasn't eating sweets, I should look, look a lot younger. Okay. But like, I don't think that I look like super old from my skin. My gray hair makes me look old, but my skin isn't like all wrinkled and like messed up. I don't have like a lot of acne because that's what they're saying was that uh, there are uh, if you eat uh, or drink too many refined carbs and sugars, which who doesn't want refined carbs and sugar? Uh, it's called, it leads to a process called glyc- glycation uh, of the skin and that's where sugar attaches to the proteins kind of like the collagen and elastogen in your skin and it targets them and it starts storing them and breaking them down and that's what like makes your skin like droop or wrinkle or look older and so they're saying by eliminating carbs in your diet and and refined sugars mm-hmm. and things like that that you could actually brighten up your facial appearance or your skin's yeah. appearance which I'm like oh it's kind of interesting I'm looking up mm-hmm. okay oh this is interesting 
Okay. Let me see. Actors who are actors who are 54. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fort Phil. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Okay. 54 year old actors, famous. Bro. Will Smith. Okay. Oh, that doesn't count. Like, he's, well, he's going to count. Yeah. He's looked young since he <laughs> was like 19. Like, he, he looks. Hugh Jackman. He's looking weathered, yeah. No, there's, there's like an age yeah. to his face that looks like he's done too many like war or like Wolverine movies. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Mm. Oh yeah, he's looking older James too. James Bond. I mean, okay, no, wait. You're looking at these people. I see you do that little face, like uh huh. Like yeah, <laughs> you're looking at these guys because they're good looking. Obviously, like like none of that is like just like look at look at my cheeks. Like do my cheeks look as old as their cheeks? Wait, don't look so at my you're face. just saying don't look at the face. Don't look, look at, at me just being ugly. Cheek. Yeah, just look at my like my cheeks <laughs> and my skin. Like just look at that. Like don't look at the whole thing as a picture. <laughs> Let me judge your cheeks yeah. based on yeah. their cheeks. Exactly. Jason Bateman. He's looking a little older now, too. Tracy yeah. Morgan. Tracy Morgan, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know that guy, but I don't know him. I can't remember who I've said. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, I would say these men that I've mentioned look really great for their age. Yeah, but like their skin isn't like... Jim Caviezel? Oh, that was Jesus mm-hmm. on, in the, the Chosen. Mm-hmm. Not on The Chosen. Uh, Not The Chosen. Uh, Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him do anything really since then. I think he was in one or two things after Norman that. Norman yeah. Reedus. I don't know who that but is. But he looks old anyway. He's the guy from Walking Dead with yeah. the long hair. Carries oh, the bow yeah, and arrow. He looks, yeah, he no. looks hard. Terry Crews. <laughs> Terry Crews. <laughs> and so Owen Wilson. Owen, Owen Wilson looks bad. And Brendan Fraser. Yes. Uh, Owen Wilson, he looks rough. Like he has been doing like, <laughs> just his style. <laughs> his style. You are so ridiculous. What? You're like, because I start naming off like Jason. Jason Bateman yeah. or uh, yeah. who else? Like Will Smith. You're like, well, just judge me by my cheeks. Right. Just my cheeks. But then I mentioned someone like Owen Wilson. Uh, Owen Wilson. Yeah. You're like, oh, he looks terrible. And the problem with Owen Wilson is, is that he, <laughs> for whatever reason, he has started wearing like old man dad clothes, like button up, like polo type shirts, like the sport shirts mm-hmm. and khakis. It's making him look way, way like it's almost like he's in a role of like an out of touch dad and. and and he looks that part now. It's it's he looks like every like dad guy. Like it's so sad. It's so sad because he was a great actor. You say this as you got your new glasses yeah. and you were excited when I said you look yeah. like someone who worked for NASA yeah. from the 1960s. Absolutely. I'm like that's sweet. Like thank you. Nicest thing you ever said to me. Uh, yeah. But I've got like an American Eagle shirt on today. Uh, oh. uh, skinny jeans. I got my uh. Vans uh, like uh, regular and your uh, pirate. Cool shoes. Your pirate. My pirate Earrings. Uh, earrings? Yeah, like I, Owen Wilson is. Let me lost ask it. you this because I can't remember on the past couple trips that we've gone on. You know, they say to keep your jewelry at home when you go on these compassion trips. Yes. Are you going to take out your earrings and leave them here? Uh, it um, probably not. No, I might. I don't know. Because this one's a little different. Some of the ones that they tell you to take your jewelry out, that some places are for like being ripped off. Is one of them, uh, and then others. Honestly, there are certain places you go to in Africa where there is a very big like anti-gay culture, and if anything like that, like the earrings makes you seem effeminate, like you could have mm. problems with that. Different places I've been uh, in Africa, and I had to take them out for that for sure, because mm. uh, I didn't want to get like hate crime for something I didn't do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like, mm. yeah. So I probably will just. 
Also, too, man, your hands are going to swell. Like, if you got a ring uh, that's a little tight anyway, take it off because you are going <laughs> to swell up like a beast in that heat. Oh, so, gosh. Anyway, uh, let's do some birthdays, Lady Rock. Yes, and we got to catch up from the I ones got one that we. Too. Oh, go ahead. Oh, okay. I can do mine. Uh, this is from Nathaniel. Said, hey, longtime listeners to the podcast. One of our earliest birthdays, uh, this was from the 22nd, Wednesday, the 22nd, will be our child's official birthday. This is our first child who will be born at 8 a.m., uh, Elias Theodore Roberts. Now, I don't know if uh, like Nathaniel is just really good at this and he's like, I'm just calling it, I'm calling my shot, or I'm assuming they were scheduled for like a C section or inducing or something like that. But by this time, it's already happened. So, congratulations uh, to Nathaniel and Elena uh, for the birth of Elias. What do you got, Rock? Uh, We've got Shan who wants to wish cousin Giselle a happy birthday. Oh, I know these people. Yes, you do. I do. That's uh, Giselle works with my my wife works with Giselle and her travel agency, and Shan is her sister. Well, she celebrated a birthday on the eighteenth. Oh, that's great! I didn't know that. Oh, happy, happy belated birthday! birthday. Happy birthday! Megan celebrated a birthday on the nineteenth. Said I just had our first baby on December twenty sixth, and can't wait to introduce him to the Wally Show. Aww. Nice. Aww. Naomi, twelve uh, year anniversary to Matt. Recently, really gotten into flashlight and can't stop hearing about lumens. Oh, nice. That's how that's how bright a flashlight is oh, or not. Bless I looked up one the other day that they're like, it's 47 million lumens or whatever it was. This flashlight lit up a whole block and I was like, I am totally going to get this. Like it was like, Why? Well, because it was around Greg's birthday and I wasn't sure what oh. to get him. And I'm like, I'm totally getting him this. So I go on Amazon to get it and it was $647. Yikes. And I'm like, well, he's not getting that. <laughs> yeah. So I got him a Duracell uh, flashlight that was $399. <laughs> at Harbor Freight. This just goes to prove what I've said before in the past. Buying from men is mm. ridiculously expensive. Well, but if I was his wife and I told her, I'm like, he would love this flashlight. A she $600 didn't get it flashlight? It no. lit up a city You don't block. need that. You, you do might. not need that. He has a fort in his backyard that he had, and that would have come in very <laughs> He's a handy grown there. Child. And they have a bobcat back there. Like he could have been eaten, and that light could have saved not his life. Not the animal, but the. No, a bobcat, an actual animal. Oh. Yeah, oh, I thought you were like a tractor. No, no, no. They've caught the bobcat on a trail cam uh, back oh. there. Yeah. Kind of cool. There's some here, yeah. Uh, Bethany wants to wish her son Nathan a happy birthday. Nathan is our first kid and has been listening to the Wally Show podcast and Aftercast since we brought him home. Oh, wow. He's turning one, and we just found out he's going to be a big brother. Oh, wow. That's Congratulations. a Congratulations. Nice. Uh, Christina, I've been a potty for years. You guys have walked me through my time in school and always give me reasons to laugh when life is tough. Thank you. I blame Wally for my sense of humor I developed. <laughs> Sorry. And then we've got Micah to his wife, Megan. Uh, Question from Micah. What are some things that you all will be doing in Africa and what are you most looking forward to? Mm. Uh, catching my breath again after I play with the children. Like, I'm so what? out of shape now, now. And like, so I know, and I get there and I get all excited. And we start playing kickball and football and baseball, all these things. And like, you'll see me like at different points. Betty Rock will probably do a whole photo gallery of times where I'm <laughs> bent over trying to catch my breath. And like, I'm like, great <gasps> idea. <laughs> but yeah. And will he be drinking water? Absolutely nope. not. Nope, because he's a man and no. he doesn't need water. I am bringing my grapes with me, so I will be drinking more water. water. How many grape yeah. packets do you have? Uh, 40 something, I think. So wow. that's a lot of water. 
Okay. Also, tell the potties how many gummies you have. In- forty. Also, <laughs> uh, forty days and forty nights. I guess I have like forty or forty-eight. Uh, uh, the Welch's little pack, travel pack. And how long will we be gone for? Nine days. <laughs> yeah, no, now, I mean, even if you're here days. for nine days, even if you're here for nine days in America, right. do you need no. forty packets? No, of- I could go nine weeks without eating them. But like when I'm there, it's like okay. Are they your comfort food? Well, you don't always have access to food that you're going to enjoy. Right. right, and you're also too like you'll drive for two hours somewhere work, yeah. and then the food is limited, and so I like to have them. And also, I always bring them to share. I'm very popular uh, on the bus <laughs> with people when I'm like, "Hey, I've got fruit snacks." Everybody, <laughs> I want some, I want some. So I always overbring. Like I overbrought, um, and I'm going to take them out now. Peanut butter crackers because I know Betty likes them, mm-hmm. and I was going to bring them because I cared about her. Uh, but she said she bought some of her own, so I don't need yeah. to bring as many. I have I, no idea. I bought a grip of those. So, <laughs> um, what am I? I gonna do and look forward to um i'm looking forward to and i know this is going to sound a little odd but not being um reachable oh yeah so like there won't be um cell phone sure. connection so getting texts or getting calls won't be a thing mm-hmm. um i'm kind of looking forward to Are that you really? uh i'm looking forward to documenting the whole trip i love doing the social media thing um, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to when Wally uh, makes a fool of himself. Sure. Which is usually every trip. I'll do that somewhere. Um, what am I going to be doing? I'm going to be uh, documenting a grown child playing with grown children. Oh, the other reason I bring food <laughs> and the reason I brought so many of those peanut butter things is because I've been with Betty on these trips. And when she gets hangry, oh, it spirals you so fast. You do not want to be there. Gavin, you think you've seen it here when she's <laughs> already just animal. unbelievably sweaty and tired. Like she's jet lagged. She's sweaty. She doesn't feel good. And then you factor in hangry. Oh, it goes so south so quickly. Like, so I was doing that for everybody's sake. I'm glad that you make it sound like I'm the problem oh. on this whole trip. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. am not the problem on not. this trip. Most people that say that are the problem. No, you are because the whole time. I- and then they deflect. No, because you even said last week you were like, I want to apologize because I know you have to put up with a lot. Sure, that's true. Because I have a way that I like to work on these trips and I am am kind of militant in it, like where I get to be like, okay, let's do this, 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 and this. And I I want it done, you know, because I think it's the right thing to do and stuff. And so sometimes I have to remember that everybody doesn't. Like, I like to push through things, whereas you will work, then you need to take a break and eat, and then you can pick back up. Yeah, whereas you can call I push, it. Right. Or you can call it working smarter. Right. I no, yeah. Or I just push through that time, and right. then I eat on the other side. Working so harder. Working differently. Working differently. Working harder mm-hmm. is your scenario. Maybe. Where you're dehydrated, right. and you have a horrible headache, right. and you're going to throw up. But you get through it. Might go to the hospital. And you get it done earlier. And call me crazy for not wanting to be right. in that situation. Right. Yeah, you're crazy. All right, so uh, <laughs> there you go. I wish Gavin was going on this trip with us. We are bummed about that. Uh, so he'll be here uh, holding down the fort. And I think that is going to do it for your aftercast for nine days. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, it's going to take a lot to take me away. From you. That we should do that as social media. We should teach every kid. We need to teach every oh, kid no. we meet the the Africa song from Toto oh, and have them sing it. No, no. <laughs> I taught Hakuna Matata, uh, which no. is great to a lot Don't of kids. Do that. Well, no, because it's their language. 
Hakuna Matata is Swahili. And so places we were out in the bush where we were with the Maasai tribes, and that's what they speak. And so I was able to sing Hakuna Matata with them. It, <laughs> it was seems, great. It seems like a thing that someone would see as like problematic. Oh, no. And if yeah. someone sees that as yeah, problematic, yeah, yeah. shut yeah. up. Like, I don't care about like your whole like, oh, I'm so <laughs> oversensitive for everybody else. And, and you sit there from your armchair. We should have gone when he was never, saying nothing. Yeah. It. Never been go. out of the country. Never loved on anybody uh, out of the country that's before. That's another thing that shut he does. It. I don't know. Have you, you've been to the airport with Wally? Yeah. But he uh, he he looks through a pa- plastic straw all the time. Um, but when he is in an airport, he will walk eighty yeah. miles an hour. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I've like, struggled with the and he's keeping the, up he's the type. He's that dad, you know, yeah. that has to go and look at the gate. I see that it's there. Right. Okay. Now what? <laughs> yeah. And I will leave you behind. Uh, like if you got to ke- you got to keep up. You got to be here. Mm. But that, having Marty there will help out for sure because oh, she'll try I'm to. Super thankful for her. Balance me out a little bit. Super so. thankful. Yeah. Well, there you go. All right. That's going to do it for your aftercast. And, we'll and see as you when always, get back. thanks, thanks for, for being, being a, a potty. potty. Akuna Matata. <laughs>